This just in. Flying under the radar, ending in 2020, an IRS official publicly stated that there are massive ramp ups for audits next year for businesses. I'm Deltrice Hart Anderson, keeping the IRS out of the pocketbooks, wallets, and bank accounts of taxpayers. Delon Harris, who is the IRS Deputy Commissioner of Examinations for Small Businesses, quoted at an accountant's conference recently, the IRS is focusing their efforts to increase compliance activity in the area of not only partnerships, but also investor returns related to pass-throughs. So what does that mean? not just partnership returns, but also S-corporation returns, okay? I know in the past, a lot of S-corps weren't audited as much. That's just how it went with the IRS. But these small business returns are on the IRS's radar at this time. He said that for 2021, that they are planning for more than 50% more audits than they had in 2020. Now, that isn't hard to do, right? Because COVID hit and there were not as much of audits going on. The IRS was not as aggressive. They have started to ramp up their efforts. And guess what? I know you guys probably thought I was going to come on today to talk about the new PPP or the new idol or all of this other stimulus, COVID-19 stimulus money, the new bill. Not yet, because I am telling you, as I have told you for the past six months now, all of this idle money, all of this PPP money, it doesn't pay for itself. Okay. So what is the IRS doing? The IRS is hiring 50 more specialized auditors to work these cases of back taxes or potential fraud, right? And they're aiming to have these auditors in place by February, okay? So before you think you're about to get this big tax refund, and even if you're not, before you start to file your 2020 tax returns, okay, in March and April for you business owners, the IRS is waiting, okay? So please make sure when you are applying for these loans, applying for these grants, make sure your tax return is matching up with what you're putting on these applications because the IRS is talking to the SBA, okay? The SBA is who is administering the PPP and those idle loans, okay? If you have back tax issues, that has to be disclosed on a lot of the applications, or they will tell you in advance, if you have a back tax problem that you haven't solved yet, then you may not qualify for a lot of these loans and grants, okay? Now, keep in mind, I did not say if you haven't paid all of your tax bill. I'm saying if you haven't addressed it, 
Okay. There's a difference. So what you may owe a hundred thousand dollars to the IRS. If you have addressed the issue, if you have actually legally negotiated some either payment plan with the IRS, or if you have negotiated for them not to bother you for a period of time or forever, when it comes to that particular back tax debt that you owe, then that is you addressing the issue. But some kind of way it has to, your tax debt has to be formally addressed before you can check off those boxes to say, yeah, you're good with the IRS. Okay. So what does this mean for you? Well, if you got in hot water in the past with the IRS, expect there might be more hot water ahead. If you have outstanding issues with the IRS that you have not formally properly addressed, guess what? Expect the heat to be turned up. 2020 is not a good example of what the IRS can do because the IRS was lenient. They were supposed to ramp up their collection efforts, but COVID stopped a lot of things. There are better protocols in place now where COVID really isn't going to stop much. The IRS can do virtual meetings as well now, okay? In certain instances, if dire enough, the IRS will put on a mask and come to your office or come to your house, okay? So just keep that in mind, all right? Then another thing, the IRS is not the only ones you have to worry about. If you receive those SBA funding, PPP, IDLE, whatever the case may be, even though the forgiveness process might have been smooth in 2020, or it may have looked smooth, there will be pressure for the SBA to root out fraudulent and non-compliance on that front as well. Many of my clients and new people actually have started sending in little questions like, hey, I received a notice or email from the SBA. Is that a legitimate email? Yes, that is a legitimate email. Why? Because the SBA didn't have time to do all of their due diligence when they were issuing those loans. Well, now they have time. Now they have hired more people. So they're looking at what's fraudulent and what's not. Okay. So yes, you now have to worry about IRS, PPP, and Idle for SBA, and they are all talking to each other, okay? Just remember that. Now, if you are not an accountant-minded person, it's okay. Get with your accountant. If you don't have one, I suggest you hire one. Start seeking one out very soon. Start learning the basics. The basics as far as business owners are concerned, those basics have to include learning how to read financial statements because it doesn't matter what an accountant or a bookkeeper, they can craft your financial statements for you. You are expected to know if the information that they're providing is accurate. 
Same thing with a tax return. A prepare return prepares your tax return, but you are responsible for verifying that the information is accurate. So please don't navigate these waters alone. It is now time to get ahead of the game, get some professionals in your corner, some licensed, experienced professionals in your corner. You may have a tax preparer that's great at preparing a tax return, a bookkeeper or, or another accountant that's great at preparing your financial statements, but you may be in tax trouble and that might not be their wheelhouse. It's okay. Make sure and tell them, say, hey, I, you do a wonderful job at tax prep and you do a wonderful job at creating those financial statements, but I'm in tax trouble and I need a licensed professional that's experienced in handling tax problems. Okay. Get you a licensed enrolled agent or a CPA or an attorney that can help you with those problems. We partner with preparers, unenrolled preparers, CPAs, enrolled agents, and attorneys that just don't navigate those tax problem waters. We partner with them all day long because we do that. That's what we do. That's what we enjoy doing. That's what we do most. So get with someone, get with a professional, please guys, right now. So the IRS will not come knocking on your door or your business's door. One last thing, because I know I, I've seen the emails that you guys have been sending in. I've seen the direct messages that my VA has been sending me. Everyone wants to know, what can I do at the very last minute? It's a few more days. How can I save on my taxes? Well, it is the very last days, but you still have time. Just in case you haven't seen these last money moves, as I call them, just in case you didn't get my email or you're not on my email list, here are four tips that I could give you right quick. Make sure, tip number one, make sure that you utilize those FSA funds, flexible spending account funds. Ladies, just for you. This year, feminine products were added to the FSA eligible products. So please go ahead, get all stack up on those feminine products. You know you're going to need them. But number one, utilize those FSA funds. Number two, make an extra payment on your mortgage if you itemize. And you are, and it doesn't make sense otherwise. Well, it, it can make sense otherwise, but it especially makes sense if you itemize, make an extra mortgage payment because that interest on that payment will be deductible for your 2020 tax return. Now, there are some people that cannot itemize. It still may be a good idea to make an extra payment just so that you could pay off your mortgage faster, okay? So mainly for tax purposes, but it can be just because you're paying down your debt, the extra mortgage payment could be beneficial. Number three, make the switch to a Roth IRA. 
a Roth conversion, remember it's taxed in the year the conversion happens, but this could still be a good thing for you down the road. And number four, if you are not facing any financial difficulty, if you can, please, please, please give. Okay. So this week is a big one for nonprofit organizations who are the happy beneficiaries of our last minute donations. Okay. I was talking to one of my best girlfriends today. I don't know if she's listening or, or listens or not, but she said to me, oh, well, let me go in my closet and, and just give a hundred bags of clothes. And believe you me, she probably has a hundred bags of clothes to give away. But if you have any money or cash or non-cash gifts would be very beneficial to the nonprofit organizations that need money and clothes and food right now. So if you can give, and it will be especially important this year, 2020, if you give, because there is a $300 deduction available for everybody, even those who cannot itemize. So your money is gonna stretch further. Those are my last minute money moves for tax season 2020. Hope you guys enjoyed them. So guys, that's all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed this special edition of Tax Problem Solved. And I hope there was some nugget that you can take and use before the end of 2020. I'd like to thank you guys as usual for listening. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to our office. We'll help you any way that we possibly can. And please stay tuned. Yes, I will be providing some updates when it comes to the new tax bill. Just I ask that you be patient with us because we are sorting through the millions and millions. It's not millions of pages. It just feels that way. But we are sorting through the whole bill. So as we see, as we read, as I read up on things that I feel will be beneficial to our community of listeners and clients, I will definitely pass those things on. I'm Deltrice Hart Anderson, keeping the IRS out of the pocketbooks, wallets, and bank accounts of taxpayers. Till next time, bye y'all.